This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Thanks for joining us today. Listeners, we are going to take up where we left off yesterday and answer the question, is God confined by time? No. No. All right, let's go. Bye, Dan. Bye, Tim. That's an easy answer. Yeah, we're all good. Hey, the answer is definitely no, but Mm -hmm. this is a question that enters into theology and philosophy. It's complicated. It's a great question. I love it. And let me just process this with you. Here's what we know that we know. There is our experience of time, which is just a duration of moments, and we've put measurements to it, like milliseconds and seconds and whatnot. And for human beings, we cannot get outside of that because we're finite individuals. We're finite creatures. We understand beginning and end. And so we live in the confines of time. Um, So that's number one. Here's what we know. And there's another thing that we know, which is that outside of the confines of time, before time existed, God was conscious, eternally preexisted as Father, Son, and Spirit and one God. And God was planning and making decisions and thinking and coordinating and enjoying fellowship with himself and the Trinity. And so there's this whole like pre-time experience, Mm -hmm. which is what we try to wrap our mind around infinity past. I would just say it's outside of time. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so God relates to time differently. He works outside of time, but also works in time. And uh, one of the ways the biblical authors tries to ex- explain this is that, you know what, like a year, a, a day to us is like a thousand years to yeah. you. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, you just relate differently. You're not mm-hmm. confined by our experience. What for us takes forever for you is like, man, blink of an eye, it's done, mm-hmm. you know? And so we know that God interacts with time in a very different way. So sure. for example, in Revelation, Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. So before the world existed, Jesus was slain. Happened. It already happened, but it happened in a finite moment in time here. Uh, and so it's just this weird like connection that God has with time. That's right. And we just have to say this. God is outside of time. That's our way of saying he's not confined by it. And he just relates to it very differently than we do. You know, on a previous podcast, when we talked about the the age of the earth and is the earth young or is the earth old? And one Mm -hmm. of the things that Pastor Craig and I were talking about was since God is not restricted by time, he can create his creation with the appearance of time. And so we talked about how Adam and Eve were created as adults. The animals and all the plants were created as fully developed, Mm -hmm. able to procreate. And the light years of so much time has to transpire between a star or the galaxy and us. But God is so much bigger than that. Oh, yeah. Time means nothing to him. So he can create a star with the appearance of so many millions of light years away. And for him, it's It's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, did he create Adam as like a a one-celled organism and wait for him to grow and nurture? No, he created him as a man. Man, That was clear. You know, like he had all of the evidence of being an adult and you would have thought he grew from a baby to an adult. But no, he was created as a man with the appearance of age. And and all of creation was created that way. Which is awesome and um, should totally like just soften our concern about the age of the earth. You know what I mean? It right. should just be like, God is able to make things with the appearance of age. Here's what we know. God is spirit and time correlates to matter. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what's interesting. So, you know, we've talked about, um, I preached this in a sermon, I think we talked about in this podcast about black holes. Yes. A black hole, like once you cross what's called the event horizon, this is the point at which you necessarily get sucked into a black hole. And then you begin the process of, it's called spaghettification, right? <laughs> and uh, I loved when you preached that. Yeah. And, and, and in like a millisecond, right? It, it, catch this. In a millisecond, you are literally stretched to be miles and miles, miles long as thin as like the thinnest noodle you can imagine. It's, that's why they call it, it's a scientific term mm -hmm. called spaghettification, you know? But what's interesting is that what science has, has concluded is that the closer you get to a black hole, your relationship with time changes. Mm -hmm. And so that as you get sucked into a black hole, um, what they tell you is that time is so massively adjusted that you see all of human history pass before your eyes in, in a millisecond, which tells us this, that like, that time directly correlates to matter, which mm -hmm. cor directly correlates to gravity and all this other smart stuff that smart people talk about. The point being that is even our experience with time is relative. Um, it's relative to where we are in the universe. It's mm -hmm. relative to a lot of things. So I love the movie. I think it was Interstellar. Um, I think it was that movie where they went on a planet where the gravitational pull was like different than Earth. And they were on the planet for like four or five minutes. And they came back to the ship. And the guy in the ship had aged like 30 years. Mm, interesting concept. It was. It was just an inter interesting like concept to like wrap your mind around that time is relative. And time correlates to matter and their number of factors that change our fundamental experience of time. But what if there is no matter? What if there is no gravity? What if there is no black hole? What if there is just spirit? Mm -hmm. What is time? And the whole point is to say that with the creation of matter, the concept of time began to exist. Now, you and me, it is impossible for us to understand the concept of time without matter as it is for us to understand infinity past. Right. We can't do it. And so here's what we just got to recognize. God is self-existent. God exists in a framework that we don't totally understand. Um, his understanding and experience and relationship with time is fundamentally separate and different than ours. Um, will we ever fully understand it? No. If you got a, 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 a scientist in here to talk about a science of time, he could give you a lot more depth on this stuff, but we'd all land in the same place. God mm -hmm. sees the we world sure different. Would. He experiences it different. He's bigger than time. He's outside of time. He uses time. He created time. Uh, time does not constrain him. Time is a tool that he uses and uh, time is... Um, of the essence. <laughs> We're running out of time. <laughs> Before we go, Michael, let me just share, God perceives and experiences time so differently than us. And that's probably what Peter was trying to say in second Peter three, but do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with God, with the Lord, one day is a thousand years and a thousand years as, as one day, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness. Bam. Right there. Right there. What? Slowness. Slowness. You're speaking slow. Mm -hmm. We define slow completely different. Completely different than slow. Right. He has his definition of slow, and we have our definition of slow. Right. A thousand years is so slow. So slow. For so God, it's like- So slow. It's like, oh, that was yesterday. God is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Amen. God is not confined to time. Yep. He is working in our understanding of time even though he is outside of it. Yep. I didn't even think about this until right now. I, I just was listening to you read it. Mm -hmm. I like listening to you read scripture because I feel like I can hear it better <laughs> sometimes. Like one of the most emotional things for us is like, Lord, how long until you bring this person to Christ? How long until you save them? And for what for us, like this is one of the most emotional 
aspects of our relation to time mm-hmm. as a Christian is like, we want oh, the please people. God, please God work. Why are you work taking fast. so long to intervene in their life? And God's like, I'm not taking long at all. I'll do whatever no. I want. Like I'll wait till they're 80. And for me, that's like a blink of an eye. That's like one minute in your day. Mm-hmm. Just as a great personal, like illustration of how God relates to time fundamentally different than we do. We freak out over time. Mm-hmm. God's like, yeah, I'm not freaking out at all. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. Next time we're going to start some questions about parenting. So our question next time will be, what is your opinion on millennials getting married instead of leaving and cleaving? Mm.